0: Is it possible that there is an ancient mystery that holds the key to America's future? Could this same mystery be behind current events from 9-11 to our economic meltdown to even the war in Iraq?
1: Is there a supernatural dimension, a world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? It's supernatural.
0: Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I love prophecy. There was a prophet that's in heaven right now. His name, David Wilkerson. And he for years was prophesying from Isaiah chapter 9 about judgment coming to the United States of America. And there's a Messianic Jewish rabbi that I believe God has raised up to stand on David Wilkerson's shoulders, if you will, talking about the same prophetic word and the same results. But you must understand, in ancient Israel, it was not God's will for judgment to come. There were progressive, if you will, warning judgments. And there was a pattern. And Rabbi Jonathan calls them harbingers, warnings. There were nine warnings to ancient Israel. And we're finding these same warnings are going on with a country so intimately involved in ancient Israel. When you think of the United States of America, you think of the one giant that is hanging on to be a protector of Israel. At least historically, that's the way it's been. Jonathan, I was so amazed. When I found out that David Wilkerson was saying the same words you were saying, but you have brought clarity to it that anyone could understand.
2: Yeah, the, the amazing thing is that he said it the week after 9-11, and it wasn't because he was, he was seeing these things. It just came to him from the Lord, and he said, this is the word. Uh, I also, at that time, I prayed, I got it, I didn't realize what it meant, and then it started unfolding with precision, exactly so. From 9-11 to now, the stages of judgment. And it begins with, and here's the pattern, also with ancient Israel, we're following the same pattern. Ancient Israel, they, they, there's a strike, they are, they are defiant of it, and, and they def, by defying it, God says, if you read on from Isaiah 9.10 into the rest, the rest of the prophecy, judgment comes to Israel. So what, this is what I call the Isaiah 9.10 effect, that the attempt of a nation to defy God without repentance, to defy the calamity, Will bring about the second calamity. That is, and if you look at the commentaries on this verse, that's exactly what they say. Israel thought, we're gonna build, we're gonna build our walls, we're gonna fortify, we're gonna get stronger. By doing so, they ended up destroying the nation. So what about America. What has happened? The, the the awesome, the amazing thing, the scary thing is that the harbingers have continued. Is it affected everybody's bank account? Everybody, the economy, Wall Street, everything else. And it happens through the Isaiah 9:10 effect. America says, in, after 9/11, you know, we're not we're not going to repent. Really, we're going to we're going to defy it. We're going to have a war of terror. We're going to have this. We're going to have that. We're going to rebuild our security. All that. I'm not judging whether that's right, right. or wrong. But without repentance it's not, it's gonna backfire. That's what the Isaiah 9:10 effect says.
0: That's what happened to Israel and that is, is what, what is happen- in progress yes. progressively with the United States yeah. of America. Yes. Now the Bible says that there should be two or three witnesses. Now we heard about two witnesses last week. Would you recap that?
2: Any truth is established by two or three witnesses or a matter of judgment. Now we think about people it is but it also applies to nations. So could there be two or three witnesses uh, as a witness of America under judgment and linking this to ancient Israel in its last days. And the amazing thing is it is. The first one happened the day after 9-11 on Capitol Hill, no less. The Senate Majority, uh, Tom Daschle, actually vowing the vow of Isaiah 9-10 verbatim, word for word, identifying America as a nation under judgment, not knowing what he was doing. Of but all the scriptures in all the Bible, he picks the one that Isaiah uses for
0: judgment for Israel Tom Daschell, and almost prophetically, shortly after he says that, he falls. And what, what about the next and then witness?
2: There's the second witness. Second witness also national leader, Washington DC, and he says it is John Edwards running for vice president and he says it on the anniversary of 9/11. He gives a speech, the entire speech is a is the vow of Isaiah 9. He actually says it again and the whole speech is vowing the vow having no idea he is identifying America as a nation under judgment and speaking the ominous words that led to Israel's destruction. And that happens on 9/11 at, at the anniversary and so you have two witnesses now saying the same scripture. Same. Sure. Thing and having no idea what he's doing. Same thing. But and, it's a, and, and by the way, uh,
0: both of them prophetically, after, fell from power. What about the third witness?
2: Well, the Bible says two or three witnesses, so, so there could, be a, could there be a third? It the
0: must be important
2: to the be an- three. The answer is yes, and the, the third witness is the President of the United States himself. And that and what he's going to do, what the third witness is going to do, is going to link together not only 9-11, but all the economic things that happened after it. You have two stages of judgment here. You have, you have 9-11, then you have the economic shaking of America and its power. So. So you have, here's where it happens. It's February 2009. The new president elected on a great platform of hope, the hope in the president. He comes into the Congress. It's the first speech before the, the Congress together. He goes there and he gets up and he says, he's talking about the economic crisis. Everybody's scared. He says this. He wants to assure them. He says this. He says uh I know that for many Americans watching right now, the state of our economy is a concern that rises above all others. Then came these words. But while our economy may be weakened, our confidence shaken, though we are living through difficult and uncertain times, tonight I want every American to know this. What is it? We will, will rebuild. rebuild. We will Same and central vow of all the others that went on there. And we will rebuild. If you had to sum up Isaiah 910, the central, we will rebuild, it doesn't fit into an economic speech. You, I could see it when a house is destroyed, but not now. He says it, and, and all around the world, the all the headlines read, they choose these three words all around the world. Uh, New York Times, uh, CBS, we will rebuild, we will rebuild. He goes on. If you had to sum up Isaiah 910, it's saying we will rebuild, we will recover, and we will emerge stronger than before. The president says, we will rebuild, quote, we will recover, and the United States of America will emerge stronger than before.
0: When we come back, we're going to find out about the economic judgment and the ties to ancient Israel that blow you out of the water. I mean, I have never heard this tied together before like this. But the question I have for you, if John Edwards made that prophetic vow and shortly fell in disgrace. If Tom Daschle made that prophetic vow and shortly fell into disgrace, what will happen to the President of the United States, President Obama, who made that prophetic vow? Don't you dare go away.
2: We will rebuild. We will recover. And the United States of America will emerge stronger than before.
3: Sid Roth has found the key to worldwide Revival. This is God's time to reach the Jewish people with his love. Messiah Jesus has torn down the wall dividing Jew and Gentile. The two together form one new man to reach the world. God's method to reach the Jewish people is through signs and wonders. This is why our website, sidroth.org, is jam-packed with tools to equip you to move in signs and wonders. Understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church. Log on to sidroth.org today.
1: We now return to It's Supernatural!
0: Hello, Sid Roth here with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Rabbi Kahn is a Messianic Jewish rabbi that just happened to be at ground zero when the tragedy occurred and just happens to be a prophetic Bible teacher and is building on the shoulders of of David Wilkerson's prophecy who used the same scriptures that God has revealed to Jonathan Kahn. Now, Rabbi, the next judgment was going to be in the economic
2: area. Exactly. The second shaking is the shaking of a, of a nation's economic power which we are witnessing. But, here-
0: but you explained something that I, only a Messianic Jewish rabbi could understand. And that is the mystery of the Shemitah. What
2: is the Shemitah? The Shemitah is the Hebrew word for the seventh year, the Sabbath year. Every seven years, Israel had to rest and it had to, had to what happened during the Shemitah is no farming, no, no selling of fruits, all that abandoned, it touches the economic realm. And on the last day of the Shemitah, the rest year, the last day, they have to release all credit, all debt, the, the nation's financial accounts are wiped away. And so it should be a blessing. So why?
0: Even even rabbis today do this on the last day of that Sabbath year, the Shemitah. Uh, they they re- yeah they release debt
2: yes symbolic yeah yes. yes exactly so how could that what does that have to do with judgment and and here is how when a nation like ancient Israel turns away from God they drive Him out of their life their schools their culture their their economics and they don't want to rest they want money and gain so they stopped doing it they broke they broke the shemitah broke all of God's laws so what happens the shemitah comes back now not as a blessing but as a judgment so what happens is that God therefore takes the people out of the land the Babylon in exile, captivity. And the land now rests. It has its Sabbaths, its Shemitahs. For 70 years there's no selling all debts. Everything is wiped away by force. And how long? 70 years. Why? Because there were 70 Shemitahs or Sabbath years that they didn't observe. So the Shemitah becomes now a sign of judgment against a nation that has driven God out of its life, that has put economics first, and and also it holds the mystery of the timing of that judgment. So Could we expect, could could this be linked to America? The answer is amazingly yes.
0: So, So, in other words, God wanted the Shemitah, the Sabbath rest, to bless His people, Israel. But if they would not follow His laws, it ended up being a judgment. And for every Shemitah they did not observe in defiance,
2: they were dispersed so the shemitah becomes now a sign of judgment and that touches specifically a nation's economic or financial realm so america when did this whole financial collapse happen, in 2008, in one week, beginning with the fall of Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, ending with Lehman Brothers' fall that launched the whole global implosion. One week. That same week was the anniversary week of the first shaking, or the first calamity, which was 9-11. It was the anniversary of 9-11 when all these things were happening. Not just the anniversary, but it was the seven-year mark of 9-11. So, what can we see here now? It also involved what? It involved the wiping away of the financial realm, debt, mortgages, wiped away, bailouts, buyout, you know, uh, uh, bankruptcies. All this, The Shemitah, the same force of the Shemitah, by judgment. So this points us to something. The last day of the Shemitah was the big day when all these things were wiped out. So my question would be, during the economic collapse, what was the, was there a pinnacle day? And there was, and what was it? It was the greatest stock market point crash in the history of Wall Street up to that time. When did it happen? Happened in the end of September. When did it happen? On the Hebrew calendar it happened on the exact day, the 29th day of Elul in Hebrew, which is the exact day when, when all the finances have to be wiped away. The greatest stock market crash in history. If I'm understanding you right,
0: because the, the Hebrew calendar is different than the the calendar for the rest of the world, it occurred on the Shmita, uh, the the worst stock market crash, on, on the first Shemitah, Seven years later, then one even worse than that. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about a Shemitah in two thousand and one, and then we're talking about a Shemitah in two thousand and eight, when's the next Shemitah?
2: Well, the next Shemitah is two thousand and fifteen. We can't we you know. We can't make the prediction, but it it is a sign that God... But wait a
0: second. If we had the worst stock market crash on that first Shemitah, and then one worse than that on the second, I wonder what is... But you know what? These are progressive warning judgments. It could be even worse. Don't go away, because you're going to find a connection between the United States that is phenomenal and what happened to Israel. Be right back.
1: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural.
2: America, like ancient Israel, has also largely departed from God. On September 11, 2001, the World Trade Center was reduced to ashes. America was dedicated to God in New York City. The government of America first convened as a government after the inauguration on the corner of Ground Zero. America began before God touching in the corner of Ground Zero. The place of dedication would become a place of the warning. In fact, you can go there today and you can find a famous statue of George Washington. It was in this building, this chapel, that George Washington prayed for God's mercy. That if the nation turned away from God, the favor of God would lift. That is on the corner of Ground Zero.
1: We now return to It's Supernatural.
0: Hello, Sid Roth here with Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, And I am so amazed at these Sabbath years and how they're tied in with progressive blessings or progressive judgments. And yet it's God's heart for it to be blessings. And every seventh year for the last, what well, starting in 2001, and 2008, stock market crashes. But there is, it's sort of like God is putting his name. On it, and tell me about these amazing sevens that
2: that appeared. Well, it's the, the center of this is a sign is the number seven, and so here are we on the greatest stock market crash in history, which happened at the exact day of the end of the seventh Hebrew year, the Shemitah. At the same, it it was marked by sevens. It happens first of all. Uh, it how much did the did the market lose? 7% of its value. It, it crashed because of a of a of the congress's uh, bill that was 700 billion dollars. How many points were were in the greatest crash? 777. 7, 7.
0: You know, when I saw that in the newspaper, I, I just I couldn't something, believe it. Something,
2: yeah. It, it's like it's like God s- showing his fingerprints. Yeah. Yeah, and and even in the first one, the one that the one that was caused by 9/11, how much percent of the market? Seven percent, even in 2001. And, that, and here's a, also a, a kind of eerie thing in that that was caused by 9-11. So it tells you that, that all this had to happen. Who could have orchestrated all this? Every transaction, every, everything in the world had to go together. Only God could have. And the thing is that and, and 9-11 was part of that mystery or it would not have happened when it did. That's what caused it. And the word, just one other thing about the word shmita, it actually also means to let fall. So here is, here is God letting fall the American economy and letting fall America's reign. This is what, as the head of nations, if it doesn't repent. It is God's Shemitah.
0: Now, speaking of mysteries, there's a mystery in ancient Israel to the actual ground where these various oaths were made
2: okay all right yeah this is this is the 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 mystery is this that there was a day when israel came together was finished the temple was finished everything was there was the dedication day inaugural day of israel solomon gathers the people for prayer and he prays and he intercedes for the future and come prophetic words about if if the nation ever falls away from god this whole thing it's the dedication could there be a day in american history that actually matches up with that and the answer is yes the very first day of America as a nation, as a fully constituted nation, wasn't 1776. It was 1789, when for the first time America, as we know it, it had a president with a Congress. All that came into existence on the day that Washington was inaugurated. Same thing happens. The nation comes to the Capitol. There is it's called a day of prayer. Washington speaks. He speaks about God. He speaks about the future. And actually, there is a there is a hidden prophetic warning that is in that first day, founded for a day like appointed for a day like this. Washington gives a warning, I have no questions from God. And he says, here's the warning, in that very first day of America, it says this, we ought to be no less persuaded that the propitious smiles of heaven can never be expected on a nation that disregards the eternal rules of order and right which heaven itself has ordained. In other words... If America ever turns away from God, its blessings of protection, of prosperity, will be removed. Protection. And here we have 9-11, the first, that first blessing being removed. We are watching as America turns away from God. If it doesn't turn back, we are watching all the blessings are going to be removed. And that is the warning that he said that day. But that wasn't the, the only thing. Then Washington leads the entire first government of America on foot, to a place to pray and basically to commit America's future to God, to consecrate it's concentra- consecrating America to God. That was the very first act of the American government. Together was to pray, and so he does it. They pray in a little stone chapel, and they consecrate the, the, it all to God. Now, here's the principle. Where, where is this stone? Well, this chapel? is this, this, we just put in the principle here. And the principle is that that when Solomon dedicated Israel, it was on the Temple Mount. When judgment came, it came to the Temple Mount because the principle is judgment returns to the ground of consecration. So, where is that ground of, of, of consecration? It was the nation's capital, not Washington. It was New York City. And it was, not, it was lower New York City. Where was it? America was consecrated to God at the corner of ground zero. And it, in fact, not even just that, they actually, that, that church owned the land of ground zero. Ground zero is the consecration ground of America. Judgment returns to the ground of consecration. And so God is calling back a nation. It's all about that. Amazing, when this thing happened, not only that, there was one building, only one building that was protected from all these things. All the other buildings around ground zero were destroyed in some way or finished or something. One building was protected, which it was the little stone chapel of St. Paul's, the ground of America's consecration to God. And, w- and why was it protected? They said it was this, the sycamore that was struck down actually protected the, the place. So actually the harbingers are actually meant, it was a harbinger. This is the, the harbinger we spoke about was the sycamore, sign of judgment, but it actually saved it. So the harbingers are actually to call the nation back and save it, which also tells us that it's the, the two of the harbingers, the sycamore tree we spoke about and the Erez tree, the signs of judgment happened on America's consecration ground. That's all where it happened. God is calling the nation back. But but
0: yet that that little
2: chapel was spared.
0: I understand some U.S. Uh, newspapers
2: called it a miracle. Absolutely. It was the, one, the, the only thing they called a miracle at that time. Not thinking, not putting it together, this is the ground of America. This is where America, this is where Washington prayed for the future. What happens if America turns away from God? So it's drawing the nation all the way back. We looked at ground zero, we didn't realize that. You have two places on that day. You've got ground zero, you, you have the place where America was consecrated to God, and then you have the place where Washington gave the warning and America began as a nation, Federal Hall. On the day of 9-11, a shockwave goes out from ground zero. Round zero, it goes out and strikes Federal Hall, the foundation. And it it cracks the foundation, like a symbol, the foundation is cracked. The foundation actually cracked? It was actually cracked. The foundation of America's foundation was actually Mm -hmm. cracked on 9-11 by the shockwave. And then, and here we bring it it home, and there's so much we can't do, but, but this is the point here, is that... Solomon prayed. He said, what, you know, basically, what happens, Lord, if, if the nation turns away from you? God answers him. He hears a prophetic answer, and he answers him and, from that day, and he says that, well, if it turns away, it'll be destroyed. But, but, and here's the but, and this is the word for America. And now, he said this to Solomon, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways, then I will hear from heaven I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. That's it is the word for America. And it's a word for not only the nation, it's a word for his people, those who are called by his name. Because God is calling calling his people to live, to come back, to, to break away, repent of complacency, repent of apathy, repent of the secret sins, and turn back to God. Now is the time. This is the time of judgment. Now is the time, because it says judgment begins with the house of God. David Wilkerson was a prophet.
0: You are a prophet that's going on really deep revelation of what David Wilkerson saw. What do you think's going to happen to America?
2: If America does not turn back to God, it, there will be judgment. America will lose its place. Will lose its place as the head of nations. Will lose its economic blessings. Will lose its. Will lose its. Uh, even its security. Uh, if if any nation that turns away from God, it says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. If the watch, unless the Lord watches the city, the watchmen watch in vain. So we are at a critical time. A critical time. Now, one other note: there can be judgment and revival at the same time. You know, because sometimes it comes through that. But the point is, God is calling the nation to return to Him. If it doesn't return, as Washington said, then it will lose the smiles of heaven. It will lose the blessings that made America great. That has always been the case.
0: You you know, I was reminded about the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah saw judgment coming in his lifetime. Jeremiah saw the judgment. He warned, he did everything possible. They thought he was crazy. They said uh, they didn't want anything to do with him. He suffered so much persecution. And this is what he says in Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23 and 24. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. I mean, what good is wisdom and might? (laughs) Let let not the rich man glory in his riches. What good are riches when the buildings came down at 9-11? But this is what God says to you. But let him who glories, glory in this, that he understands and knows me. Many people say, just say a little prayer. But Jesus says something different. He says, this is eternal life, that you might know me. And we have settled for cheap religion without repentance. Repentance means turning from your wicked ways, to God in which he will forgive you and give you the power to able, to be able to walk a righteous life. Do you want to know God? There's only one way to know God, and that is to believe Jesus died in your place for your sins. Make him your Lord and come to know him. Yes, you can.
3: Nine harbingers were given to ancient Israel. Warnings from God about pending judgments. Today these warnings are
2: being repeated to America of its future if God's word is not heeded. Could there exist an ancient mystery that holds the secret of America's future? And could this mystery touch everything, explain everything from 9-11 to the global war on terror, to Wall Street, to your bank account, to your future, to your well-being? The answer is yes. Call now and receive Rabbi Jonathan Kahn's
3: two-part prophetic audio CD revelation, Harbinger 1, The Warning, and Harbinger 2, The Shaking, yours for a donation of $50. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9119. Through this prophetic revelation, you will find out about Wall Street and the mystery of the Shemitah, a Hebrew word meaning the collapse. Understand how to be successful with your finances, your job, and your future even during this time of shaking.
2: The same ancient warnings, signs, manifestations, the harbingers that were given to ancient Israel before its destruction are now reappearing on American soil. God is sending a message, a warning that also contains the answer. America, like ancient Israel, has also largely departed from God. On September 11, 2001, the World Trade Center was reduced to ashes. America was dedicated to God in New York City. The government of America first convened as a government after the inauguration on the corner of Ground Zero. America began before God touching in the corner of Ground Zero. The place of dedication would become a place of the warning. In fact, you can go there today and you can find a famous statue of George Washington. It was in this building, this chapel, that George Washington prayed for God's mercy that if the nation turned away from God, the favor of God would lift. That is on the corner of ground zero.
0: I don't understand how anyone could say there is no God when they see his fingerprints exactly what he did in Israel is going
2: on exactly in the United States of America. This concerns you, it concerns America, it concerns your loved ones, it concerns salvation, it concerns precise, specific, signs given for such a time as this.
3: Don't miss out on getting Rabbi Jonathan Kahn's two-part prophetic audio CD, Revelation, Harbinger 1, The Warning, and Harbinger 2, The Shaking, yours for a donation of $50. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9119. Or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 9119 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week
0: on It's Supernatural. My guest says the old model of healing is to pray for everyone based on a formula or getting worked up in the spirit. And you know, only a few get healed. The new model of healing is to hear from Heaven before you pray. Why? God never fails.